0: Hi, welcome to the Haven Writers Guild Podcast.
1: We invite you to join us as we explore the curious world of writing.
0: Okay, so today we are talking about success, Mm -hmm. being a successful writer. What is success in writing? Yes. I suppose the first question is, do you feel that you're a successful writer?
1: (laughs) Well, yeah, Uh, it is certainly something that seems to come up a lot. Mm. And I, I, I think it's just one of those really difficult to define things because it really comes back to how you define success. Yeah. I think there are days where I feel successful. Okay. Usually when I finish something or I'm really happy with a piece of writing that I've done that I feel works. Yeah. But were someone else to ask me, as you just did, if I think I am a successful <laughs> writer, I'd probably in- instantly say no. Yeah. Because I haven't published anything. Well, nothing substantial. Yeah,
0: exactly. It sort of comes to that, that sort of goal of being published. Um, also, it, it. I think it's what ultimate goal you have as a writer i mean we talk a lot here about writers and writing but i think most of what we're talking about is people who are aiming to be novelists yeah you know i mean there are a lot of people who are journalists yeah so they might feel successful when they had actually finished a piece they can publish into the paper
1: yeah
0: um but here we're talking about novels so until we get to that point where we've actually published a novel we may not feel yeah Successful.
1: That's right. And I think too, um, we gauge success by the reactions of other people Yeah. sometimes. And so of course, when you tell someone you're a writer, the first thing they say is, oh, have you been published? Yeah. You know, so that is the measure that most people use to gauge how successful you are. So I just think, you know, there, there is personal success, but I guess one of the things that I I've been thinking is that when you talk to say a, you know a dentist or a lawyer or a teacher or someone that you know they've gone to uni they've done their study they graduate they get a job they are you know now considered a success in their field Yep. they've achieved their career and then they go on to you know to practice whatever that is but i think when you come to the creative arts in whatever you choose to do in that success becomes a little bit more haphazard and vague and difficult to define
0: well, it's interesting you put that because I suppose what if you're a teacher, what would you define as success? You know, because most of the times it's like with the writing, it's a project. You finish a project. and There's a very definite middle, beginning, mm. and an end. So maybe if you're a teacher or something, you've got to you know feel happy that I've finished the year or finished yeah, the semester or something. That's if quite. If someone as well. if someone
1: says to you, oh, what do you do? And you go, oh, I'm a teacher. They go, oh, okay. They don't say, yeah. Oh, well, what grades did your students achieve this year? Yeah. Or you know, how did you go with your marking? You know, it's just oh, that you're a teacher, therefore you know, that's what you do, you've you're doing it. Yeah. Good for you.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: Um, not that I'm at all saying they don't work very, very hard to do what they do, but I mean with with writing well, I'm talking about writing because that's what I do, but I think with any kind of art, the goalposts are always moving. You know, even if you get something published, you're instantly on to the next thing. And certainly for me, because I'm probably a poet more than I would say I'm a novelist. Mm-hmm if I have a poem published, that's great. Yeah. Do I consider that that then makes me successful? Not really.
0: No, that's right. So it's personal goals then. Is I that think right? so. Well, personal goals?
1: I think, I think there's personal goals and, and yeah, how other people perceive, although that probably shouldn't matter, hmm. but it does.
0: Yeah. Well, I think for me, it, it, it is definitely that, that aspect of, uh, finishing a novel. Mm. So for me, I've been trying to write a novel for many years and I've written a few, but haven't actually completed them. I honestly don't even think it's really about getting them published. It's just about coming up with that complete product at the end where it's all edited. And obviously there's a, you know, there's a point where one never feels satisfied with what one ends up with that, you know, authors say they'd they'd like to go back and edit until the end of time. But I think for me, I would just like to have that finished product. And when I've gotten that, I, I think I would, I would feel successful. Or maybe but I just feel, you know, incomplete for the rest of my life.
1: <laughs> well, I think it's for how long do you feel successful? Yeah. You know, and then it's, okay, I've got my manuscript. Let's send it off. Is it accepted? Now I feel successful. Is it yeah. not accepted? Okay, well, what have I done wrong? Is it me? Is it them? Should I try again? Should I throw in the towel? You know, it's, it's always changing.
0: Yeah. And that's the thing. Will one feel successful after one has gotten out one's big book? and got it published and everything what happens next and Mm. that's what i think you were you were getting at i think you mentioned elizabeth gilbert
1: oh yeah yeah she has this brilliant ted talk about success and failure and she was talking about after eat pray love how that was massively successful knowing following on from that that whatever she wrote next was probably going to fail yeah because it was never going to be as good as um and it did it it did fail in the end but she was saying that basically if you're doing what you do to achieve some sort of success then the success becomes the reason for what you're doing yeah and if you fail it can be devastating but yeah. her point was that failure or success can't be the reason that you do what you do mm. you've got to be doing it because you love it because it it fulfills you and because because it's home you know
0: yeah i suppose one does like to have a goal in mind though and when you know if you're doing what you love, but you've got a goal, you know, even if you're doing something as a hobby, most people have a goal in mind, Mm. you know, they're building towards something. So there is a finished date. You can't just do what you love doing because there's usually a goal in mind, you know.
1: Absolutely. But how it's received, I suppose, shouldn't dissuade you from continuing to do what you love.
0: Oh, definitely. Yeah, absolutely. Because it's that sort of other's opinion of what you're doing. If you're sort of basing everything on that, it, it can be, as you say, with Elizabeth Gilbert. Hmm. Um, not a good thing because it's like JK Rowling when she came up she finally finished Harry Potter, and then she came up with Casual Vacancy seems to be a lot of these big authors they do a project after their big thing and Hmm. it's sort of it's I think they call it like a cleansing draft you know you just get something out and then you can sort of move on with your life Hmm. um, which is very interesting but uh, I remember seeing there's an Australian cyclist who was in the Olympics I can't remember his name anyway he was in the final he got around the final corner and there were, he was probably in bronze medal and the people in front of him fell over and he got gold. Mm-hmm. So he just, he, he got first. Yeah. Um, and the whole thing was that he, he had to come to terms with whenever he went out somewhere saying that he was a gold medalist, medalist or someone introduced him as a gold medalist, they would always be like, oh yeah, but you know, everyone else fell over sort of thing. So mm-hmm. he'd earned it, he'd worked hard for it and he'd gotten it, but other people just belittled what he had and mm. it, it took a long time to to come to terms with that yeah uh, which is I think it's I think it's quite quite interesting so mm. have your own goals
1: but that's the thing though I think when you are working towards something it's that balance between doing what you do because you love it regardless of how it's received mm. but also there there is a part of you I think that is really doing what you're doing because you want it to be received well you know of course we want to be thought well of and to be considered successful it's it's another thing that elizabeth gilbert said is you know we have success and we have failure and the world sees one as good and one as bad whereas that really is not necessarily the case because both Mm. outcomes can actually be really valuable and important
0: yeah i suppose the one key thing to think about writing is of all the all the lofty thoughts on it it is a form of entertainment so if someone isn't being entertained by it Yeah. If someone doesn't think highly of it, then there's not much reason for it because we are actually trying to entertain people, so...
1: Well, that's right. And the other thing, too, is we're also trying to eat.
0: Yes.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And, you know, as much as we can pursue what we're doing out of love, we have to be practical and try and actually somehow generate an income from what we're doing unless we are, you know, working and then doing that as a side thing.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I think that ties in nicely with... um what we're going to talk about the entrepreneurial writer Mm. Um, so a lot of writers these days have found it difficult to get into the publishing industry because there's a lot of competition Mm. there's a lot of expectation um, and they just can't get in so what they've done is they've taken their work and gone online and they've tried to create a different way of selling themselves I guess marketing themselves so they become an entity of themselves um obviously in the first episode we talked about publishing and self-publishing and the point you made about publishing is that when you send a manuscript to a publishing company you're actually getting their um their opinion mm. saying this is okay but when you're creating something for yourself as an entrepreneurial writer you're sort of saying it's it's kind of nebulous as to whether it's good or not you mm. know that whole aspect of success is successful yeah becomes a lot more nebulous, I think. So.
1: Yeah. And it's it's kind of ironic, really, because I think publishing has become so difficult, you know, and publishers more and more expect authors to come with an established platform and have and be their own marketers and that yep. kind of thing. So writers everywhere have started doing their own marketing and maybe doing self-publishing and teaching others how to self-publish and teaching others how to be marketers and how to use Instagram and how to use social media and blah, blah, blah. mmm and almost are making publishers become redundant yeah you know so they've kind of we've kind of been pushed to that point of of going well i'm doing this anyway why don't i just do it all myself yeah um especially when like you said earlier um the middleman isn't entirely necessary anymore in order to make an income but it does require writers to be a lot more versatile um and for myself i know that I'm terrible at marketing and terrible at sales. So that's quite a difficult prospect yeah. for me. Whereas a friend of mine has recently, she was looking at the option of self-publishing and basically said, well, why can't I just be a publisher? Yeah, So she's exactly. actually started her own publishing house, Yeah, which is brilliant. And, you know, it, it does beg the question, I suppose, why not?
0: Yeah, I suppose... I suppose the key thing within that is that where she is located, where we are located, there aren't many publishers. That's true. So it's not just, you know, I'm just going to, you know, make my own publishing company. She actually saw an area mm. where there was a need, yeah. um, which I think is a very important part of what we're doing as writers is we're sort of trying to create create something. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, we are writers and we have the ability, we should, well, we should have the ability to use that talent for lots of different areas. Yeah, that's true. You've got the, the written word can be used with the marketing, you know. Mm.
1: One of the things though that I, I, I can see happening is that there is there is a saturation happening. Yes. Of these entrepreneurial writers who are trying to be unique and offer something different and pay the bills so that they can pursue what they love which is great because it's it's you know it's making people explore what what can be done but it's also it really is becoming incredibly competitive and I don't think that's a healthy thing I think what happens is you know you write something and somebody else writes something and they get published and you don't it can be very much well why did they get published and I didn't and am I wasting my time? Should I give up? And then, but you can't. So you keep writing. And I don't think it's supposed to be one against the other. I mean, we're supposed to be encouraging each other and working together and, you know, spurring each other on to do what this is, which is really valuable work. Um, Because there are so many voices that say, stop what you're doing. You're wasting your time. Do something else.
0: That said, writing is incredibly competitive. And as soon as someone else writes something, I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> am I better than them? Are they better than me?
1: Yeah, but I don't, uh, I don't, I don't think it should be like that. I mean, I know it inherently is, but I would love to get to a point personally where if somebody else writes something good, I mean, any of the books that we grew up loving and reading and enjoying, they were written by our peers essentially because we are we've chosen to be in the same industry. Yeah. You know, so we could be writing alongside. The next bestseller. We could be the next bestseller. Mm. You know, that's something that should be encouraged and celebrated. Not um, and and again, it comes back to that idea of success and failure. Well, who's successful and who's who's not succeeding in what they're doing, which is just I get that we need to be practical, but but I do think this idea of success versus failure can be quite destructive.
0: Yeah. No. Absolutely. I mean, in terms of just backtracking to that point you're making, then yes, there are a lot of people doing things but generally they're just doing the same kind of things i think that's that's usually what happens so there's sort of like a niche in the market people fill it and the entrepreneur right it, so everyone they fill it um lots of self-publishing happens so there's this sort of a lots and lots of it and then eventually someone finds a, a new niche and sort of everyone moves on sort of thing so i think it's all it all moves it all moves along i think to and it it I think it's quite exciting.
1: Yeah, it is exciting. And I don't think the fact that everybody is doing the same thing. I know what you mean, but when you You could say the same thing about writing, you know, we've got shelves and shelves and shelves of books and they're all doing the same thing as in their writing, you know, but everyone has a unique voice. And that's the reason that we don't need to be competitive because you could sit a bunch of writers together in a room, have them all do something and it would all be completely unique. And each one of those voices meets a need of a reader. Yeah, You know, I might love a certain voice and you might hate it. That doesn't mean that writer shouldn't have done it. It just, it, 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 I think it supports what we're doing because we all have a voice that needs to be spoken. Yes, we should try and be the best at what we're doing, but I don't think we need to be in competition with somebody else because we're not all drones doing the same thing. Hmm. You've got a smile on your face like I'm Getting old, no, 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 idealistic. All <laughs> <You're> idealistic. <laughs> it just makes me angry that I think this competitive thing and this idea of success and failure does actually stop a lot of people from doing what they love hmm. because it's not seen as socially acceptable or viable or profitable, or somebody else is doing it better. And I really think we need to cut that off and start to actually foster some some support for people who are who are brave enough to do what they love. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's, that's fair enough. I mean, I agree. I suppose it sort of depends on, you know, I mean, if you start something like I love writing and I'd like to create a novel and you consider, but you sort of consider the sheer quantity of time and, and hours and mm. editing and all that kind of stuff to create something at the end. And you think, well, OK, well, I'm going to do that and I want to get something out of it at the end. So you sort of you're heading towards that goal. And if you're not getting, you know, if it's not going to be a success, if it's, you know, it, it might help you back off. So I think sometimes it's a good thing. Maybe there is that kind of competitive edge because some people, at the end of the day, they just want to try. They just want to try writing out. They just want to try creating a novel and see how it goes. But maybe it's better if someone stops them at the at the the starting mark and they go on to do something else. You know, if it's just a hobby,
1: yeah, take I up suppose golf or something. You know, yeah. Mm-hmm. If you're if you're defining why you're doing what you're doing as you know level of interest and level of commitment then yes, there is there is that point where every writer has to go, is this what I want to do with the rest of my life? But I think that comes down to, if you know you want to be a writer, if it's just a hobby, mm-hmm. I think that will happen naturally anyway. Yeah. If you're a writer, you can't walk away from that no. as much as you may want to. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: It's it's something that possesses you and you must respond. And it. I suppose you could say that that in itself is a form of success.
0: Yeah.
1: But I in the world that we're in that doesn't meet with a lot of approval i suppose that idea
0: yeah that's that's fair enough i suppose it 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 teases between this is an artistic endeavor of you know higher proportions and then there's the the other side which is okay this is a this is a square book product that sells for such and such at such and such shops and is bought by so many people um Mm -hmm. so it's it's having that balance between the two of them because you know i get me personally i i i get a bit fed up with the the higher artistic bit afterwards what i'm meant to be it's like well i also just want to have a product at the end that i can you know give to people as well so it's it's that balance that's it is it.
1: it is a balance but it's an important balance because if you have this idea of mine in mind of, of, of putting together a product and marketing it and selling it that's really important as long as you don't use that as the definition of your success because when that fails which it inevitably will will it though?
0: well so it's a formula i mean if you can come up with a formula a novel can be a formula oh. you know you, 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 <laughs> you get the you get the right characters the right setting oh, touch on gosh. the right emotional notes and uh yeah okay you've, you've got no, a book at the end that no, so.
1: never it's not don't even it's not numbers. a thing it's not a thing it, it doesn't work like that no it's yeah, not well,
0: there are novels out there that you know that the, the
1: you still have to labor over it and and get the right words onto the page. Yes, well, there is that. And I think there is always a point where regardless of whether your book is on a shelf or not, you have to have the resilience as a writer to believe in what you're doing and to know that it's worthwhile whether or not you succeed. Because then, no matter what happens, you're doing what you believe you should be doing. I think yeah. that is very important.
0: Okay. <laughs> So you're going more for the higher purpose kind of thing. I am. <laughs>
1: I mean, I it's think... It's a higher calling. Yes, because you said something, I can't remember when it was, about, you know, the, the just the act of being committed to the, to writing is success in itself.
0: Well, that's terribly profound of me. It was. Sure. Enough. <laughs> Does it sound like me?
1: <laughs> I think it was one of your blogs. Okay. Which um, yeah, you edited. Yes, but I didn't change your words. Okay. Um... Because let's be realistic, when you choose to be an artist of any description, you will come up against opposition. Yes. There will be many voices that tell you it's not a real thing to do. It It is just a hobby.
0: Yes, which can be a good thing.
1: How can that be a good thing? It's incredibly it, it, demoralising. Well, I mean, if you
0: really want to... Well, yes, no, there is that. But it also does... Well, gentle warnings. I suppose there are, I mean, let's face it, we actually have been quite in a, a setting of general encouragement in terms of where we we have studied. Yes, um, that's true. Nonetheless. So I can, I can imagine the, the American book industry, you know, I haven't, I haven't actually sent a, a thing off yet and gotten those countless rejections yet. So I think I haven't gone there yet because I think that would be incredibly demoralizing. But I think a certain amount of competition, a certain amount of rejection, actually, if you really want it, more satisfying when you actually finally get it.
1: Yes, but that's exactly what I'm saying. You must really want it. Yes. And you only know if you really want it when in the face of failure, you still do what you're doing because you believe in it. Yes. That's my point. That's a good point. <laughs> <laughs> but I absolutely agree with you that failure is very important. Yeah. And I think there is a cer- <laughs> there is a certain sense of safety in failure. Yeah. As strange as that might sound. I, uh, there is a, I, I feel like with, with the novel that I've been working on for however many years... I'm almost reluctant to finish it because I haven't done anything with it yet. Yeah. So, you Yeah, I've got the
0: same thing as well with my three novels. It's yeah. Sort of, they're not, I'm not going back to them. They're, they've they've gone. But each one kind of failed. Not failed, but sort of got to the point where it's not going to work. Yeah. Um. But there was a sort of a reassurance that I didn't have to package that up and send it off. Yeah. Kind of thing. So, yeah. next project. Maybe we just enjoy starting novels and not actually finishing them. So no, depressing.
1: I it is certainly um safer to consider myself successful because I am pursuing what I love. Yeah. Than stand up in front of everybody and hear what their opinion is of how successful it truly is.
0: Yeah, well that's that's interesting because I was talking to my dad the other day and mm-hmm. he's got this fantastic garden. It's absolutely beautiful and he's laboured over it for many years now. But I sort of said, you know, this is a this, you know, this is a show garden, won't you? And know, it's you get people to get it judged and everything so uh, no, I can't, I can't imagine having judges coming around and, you know, picking on this and picking on that and yeah. things like that. You just You know, it's created something magical and wonderful. Um, and I suppose that's why sort of just bringing it back to the whole self-publishing slash entrepreneurial thing. I really like the idea of creating something like at the moment we're creating a radio play. Mm. So we're making a radio play and we're publishing it in December. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Totally. Yeah. It will happen anyway because we're writing the script. It shall not go to waste. But <laughs> we're creating all ourselves with the help of obviously actors to do the voice work and we're making all the sounds ourselves. But we're going to create something at the end and send it send it out and and people can listen to it and mm. it hasn't gone through multiple levels of rejection and this is good, this is bad, you should change this and that. It's it's going to go out there. Mm. Um and I really like The idea of that, you know, that sort of base level. We've created something. Here it is, you Mm. know, because that's the way our artists used to work. You know, they sort of get commissioned, create something, they send it off. Yeah, should be nice and simple.
1: Yeah, and I think too, that um, success in the eyes of others is hollow anyway, Mm -hmm. because it's so fleeting and can change in an instant. Yeah, you know, like this, we've got our Instagram account and. You've done little, every now and then you'll be like, oh, we've got a hundred followers. You know? We're <laughs> yeah. successful. And then, That's right. oh, we're nearly at 150. Yay, we're successful. You know, and really, I mean, what is that? It's not It's not real success. It's not a measure of success. It's just, it's something that is so changeable. And it really doesn't impact whether or not we do what we do. We're doing what we do because we, we love it. Yeah. If we're setting out to define success, I don't know that that is possible because like you said, it's quite nebulous. And even failure is just... You know, what do they say? It's not weakness. It's areas for improvement. You know, (laughs) failure is not failure. It's just um, opportunity for developing resilience or something. You know, it's such a horrible word. (laughs) Yeah, I just I think perhaps I think it takes a lot of courage to pursue what you love, regardless of how it's received. Yeah. So
0: it's interesting, isn't it? Yeah. So I feel successful. When I have finished a short story, gotten it all together, you've edited it because you're a lovely, wonderful editor, <laughs> and uh, I've published it mm. on, on a blog or just sort of, you know, shared it with a few people. I feel successful when I've done that. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure how it's received at the other end. I think most of the time people don't listen to them anyway, but I feel successful when I've gotten something together.
1: Yeah. And I mean, I feel successful when I've put together a really nice sentence. Yeah. And it sounds great. And I think that's why I get so, um, how would I say mildly upset when I share my work with you and you yeah. p- pick holes in it.
0: I know. It's Just... because I should sort of ease into the picking holes. <laughs> <laughs> it's wonderful. No. But... Have you thought about this, this, this and this?
1: Ah, uh, yeah. Or like you said, it's important to to get feedback because it does cause us to actually get better. Yeah, absolutely. Know? And you can you can sit in your own little bubble and feel very successful because you've written something that you feel is good, but it must be tested against um, how it's received yeah, as well so absolutely. like you said it's that balance
0: excellent cool well there we are so we've defined success in a half an hour block did we though? did we really <laughs> thank you very much alright thank you thank you for joining us on the Haven Writers Guild podcast today
1: if you'd like more writing support find us on YouTube Facebook Instagram or on our website or You can email us directly at havenwritersguild at gmail.com.